This is Abnormal Entertainment. Two, three, four. Walked into the tunnel just to find the light. Hunted for old demons looking for a fight. Looked up at the stars, seemed to go forever. There must be a way it all fits together. Fell into the quicksand, held on to the vines. Never cook white color, stay within the lines. Feel like I have wings, I can fly wherever. This is just the way it all fits together. Finally saw the world through rose-colored glasses. Gonna share my journey to small and large masses. Give up on my life, no sir, me never. This is how I put it together. This is how I put it together. This is how I put it together. Hey everybody, this is Daniel Garza. Welcome to another episode of Put It Together. I'd like to start as usual thanking my producer, Mr. Kevin Moyers, for all his help and support. Thank you, sir. Invite you to check us out at abnormalentertainment.com where you can find all the shows on the network. This week, I'm excited and, uh, I have to apologize. I, I'm going to say this because it might happen all of a sudden. You'll be like, what happened? Um, somehow my phone glitched and I lost like the first 10 minutes of our conversation. So we're going to, I know, Brandon's already looking at me like I'm a loser. <laughs> I was trying to impress him and it just didn't work out. Um, but I want to brand, welcome Brand Gotzi yes. to our show. And, uh, Hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> again, again. Again. Hello again. Uh, it's always odd. It, it's happened several times, like with this new system. Like, it, I, I'll hit record and then something happens and it will uh, kick it out. And I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. Um, I did lose one whole recording, so I have to confess. I won't tell who. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't our, our recording because uh, we had a, a very good conversation. So. Uh, but. Uh, Brandon and I, I guess we do go back about seven years or so when, mm-hmm. when you were doing promos. Yeah, I think that's good. Um, and we kind of talked about this in the first part of the recording earlier, but, um, for those of you who don't know or, or, or do know, uh, I have a brand ambassador's page here for, for Los Angeles, which is the biggest one city page in the country, but you know, <laughs> whatever. Who's bragging about that? Uh, so you did promos well. And, I'm gonna to have to go back and see if I, if we if we did work together at some point, or if you just ran the program or something. Yeah, yeah. and and like I told Brandon earlier, I, I pretty much I'm the one that accepts everybody into the who submits to the page. So I I look at names and I I, I start I, I do follow some people. So somehow in the line, I followed you. I made the cut. You made the cut, <laughs> yes. Because some people just get lost in the shuffle. Well, we have 26,000 people. Oh, yeah. Like you can't, right. you can't sleep. I mean, you can't sleep with everybody. No, 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 that's not what I meant. Oh, okay. It's, we got to start this over. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then um, I started following your career a little more um, when you wrote the book and then all that. So anyway, so I approached you to be on the show and you were 
courteous enough to do so. I appreciate it. I'm um, happy to be here. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? I'm, yeah, I'm feeling good. Life is good. The book is written so I can go back out into society again and, and have these conversations. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and, and you still remember how to speak, which is a good thing. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I talked to my computer for several hours. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but don't worry. I, I talk to my phone a lot, so it doesn't answer, especially when I'm driving and text come in or messages come in. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and start because okay. I, I feel like – for those of you listening, if it gets to the point where we talked about the shingles and, and we'll get there, um, that's where we'll probably switch over to the first recording. <laughs> so uh, just follow along, folks. You'll understand. So uh, welcome to the show. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So, Brandon Gotzi, tell us how you put it together. Well, all right. Um, so we're going to the shingles. So basically since birth, I um, have been ill. Uh, starting two weeks after birth, I had, um, projectile vomiting and I had my first round of antibiotics. And then throughout my youth, it would, it, it went into, um, the, the ailments progressively got worse. So I would get like shingles and I would, I'm sorry, I'd get like hives and I would get, uh, sinus infections. And then all of a sudden my stool would start bleeding and my abdomen would cr- start cramping. And uh, my stool would be softer and softer and softer. And then eventually I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease at 22 years old. Um, at 25, I uh, went, I did not maintain the disease very well. And I had 18 inches of my intestine cut out um, it was on a crazy procedure that nearly ended it all. Thankfully it didn't. Um, and then I just kept on the same path. I kept on the same reckless diet, thinking that 15 pills a day of my medicine was going to help me and that then eventually transitioning into infusions and that the infusions were going to put it into remission finally and just kind of kidding myself. And then after about my third or fourth infusion, I um, suffered from a terrible case of shingles. I went into the doctor and uh she informed me that she knew the shingles were going to happen which was that was the first time that I had ever heard that and uh that was the day that I decided that that I needed to take this into my own hands and almost 5 years later here we are so you know one of the I'm going to count this as a blessing because one of the things that we did, that I did not ask you about um was as a kid because there's, there's this part that you didn't mention in the first recording that we lost. Um, you were like two weeks, you were already sick. Mm-hmm. So you grow up as the sick kid. Mm-hmm. Um, how does it affect friendships? Um, uh, I think the hardest thing is, is that my entire life, it's, um, you know, I was always known as um, being the sensitive one or, uh, why is Brandon angry or why is Brandon removed or why is he in his room or why is he not by us? You know, cause the majority of my life, I didn't feel well. So that's, I was identified as my personality when I couldn't really explain what was going on inside. Mm. You know? Cause if you're a kid and your body feels crappy, yeah, 
you're not, you can't be expected to go, okay, well, let's go play. There's not enough Santa Claus right. or presents that want to get you out of that space, right? Yeah, I mean, I was, uh, I mean, and I was a severe asthmatic and like, so I was always taking other, med- a lot of medicine. Yeah, you know, I, I still played a lot of sports and excelled in sports and did all that and I was fortunate to, to be able to do all that, but I missed a lot of my childhood because of being trapped in a person that I never really wanted to be. Um, and you, and you knew that you were, for lack of a better, different. Yeah. You mean health-wise? Right. Yeah. I mean, it, when I could, when I really could grasp that something, I think, you know, growing up, we just kind of, put our faith in like our parents, like my parents didn't do anything wrong. You know, they did the practices that were available and everything. But once I was about 19 or 20 and the, um, and my, my mood got to the lowest points was when I, I realized a lot of that. So. Something also that we didn't, that I addressed because you brought it up now is being isolated. Mm-hmm. How did that affect you as an adult? Um, well, you know, I part of it uh, now as an adult, I am okay with isolation and giving myself time. At the at the time uh, during all of you know during that time, uh, I always resented myself because I wasn't out at the bar with my friends having fun because I had to stay inside. It didn't feel well or, or I, I got mad or something happened. I always resented that I couldn't, that I, that, that I was being held in this position. So that only snowballed, snowballed into something into worse, you know? So yeah, yeah I always resented it. Cause I, I, we talked about this earlier. Um, having grown up where I had issues also as a kid and then, Add to that, like my sexuality was, I renew who I was very young. I isolated a lot because mm-hmm. nobody understood yeah. my way of playing or my way of thinking or my imagination or, um, but as an adult, I became okay. Like mm-hmm. I like being alone sometimes to yeah. have time to think and process. And does that make sense? Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying is that you don't hold it like being a flaw anymore. Yeah. You realize these are the things I need to keep my balance so I can stay healthy. Right. That, the day that, like, the day they tell you. Yeah. Because the day they told me, like, there's no more cancer, you're, that's you're right. cancer free. Yeah. So you walk into the doctor and the doctor's like, we can't buy anything. Yeah. And it, your whole existence, your personality. I was pretty angry. Were you? I was pretty angry because. I had been telling people for so long that I, that I was healing. And, um, you know, when you're always seen as the sick person and, and nobody believes you and they, and, you know, I lived in a lot of very dark places for a lot of years and spent a lot of time alone. And like, um, you know, it was always a person that I, I never wanted to be, but I could never quite show that that wasn't me until now that the disease is gone and I can identify as something else. So once he said that, it's, um, since that day, I've just put all of my effort into, into finishing everything that I started, but I couldn't, but I couldn't do because I had a disease that controlled my life. So I've, I've been writing that book and it just came, 
that just came out a couple weeks ago. Uh, what were some of the things that you were keeping or holding back from finishing? You mean like, like personally? Yeah, because you just mentioned like there were things that <clears throat> projects maybe that you. Oh yeah, like just like well, I, I realized that because I was held down in so much in the sickness that I was always living for everybody else. So I was always taking everybody's opinion and and you know suggestions and thoughts and all these views and everything and and just let it just compile and compile and compile and, and dictate the actions that I was doing so therefore I could never heal because I was never thinking for myself because I was so depleted and vulnerable that you need somebody to to guide you in that way so once that news once I got that news I just I felt like there's nothing I can't do now there's, you know, everybody said it was impossible and except for me, I felt it was possible and then it became possible. So nothing I do, <laughs> everything I do now, I, I think I can, I know I can finish it. So now it's important to me to finish everything that I missed in that decade. So I have about four personal projects that I've been working on and um, I just finished the first one. So let's, let's talk about the book then a little bit. Um, where, I mean, from being in, in a national advocacy group, well, actually it's now it's international, but being in an advocacy group and meeting like hundreds of people who have chronic illnesses and stories very similar to ours, mm -hmm. we all want to write our story. We want, we want to share it. But at what point did you sit down and you go, I think my life would, would be a good book? Uh, um well, originally I started, I wanted to make a show to show everybody simple changes you can make to, to adjust this into healing. And not just people with Crohn's disease, people with inflammation, with other autoimmune disorders, people that are living just through chronic pains and ailments, because it all, it all comes from the same tree. I've just gone out onto a different branch. But when you want to heal the trunk of the tree, it starts to heal the branches as well. Um, so what was the question? What was the last part of that question? <laughs> the, the book. Oh, the book. Yeah, so at what I, point do you say? I'm... I realized that it'd probably be easier for me to tell this if I put the entire story into book form, and that was a year ago right now, and it took me about a year to get it to That's write pretty it. That's pretty crack. Yeah, I've been pretty upset. But I guess when it's your story, yeah, it's easier to write it. Yeah, it's it's my story. It's basically my story mixed with all of my methods that I've used to heal put in a very simplistic way to where you can implement it into your life so that you can get some value, even though it's my story and I healed my Crohn's disease, there's, it's a modern times epidemic and a way of understanding how to heal during these times. So. I don't want to miss the opportunity because for those of you, again, for those of you that have followed me for a while know that, um, I'm into energy work. So Reiki has been a big part of my life, uh, for the last seven years, especially during my treatment. It, mm -hmm. I definitely give it a lot of credit for my state of mind. Some people will doubt that I have a good state of mind, but, uh, <laughs> but this is calm. Just let me let you, for those of you that are new to the show, this is me being calm. What's uh, up with that, man? I know, yeah, I know. Uh, you, the mind plays a 
big, I, I believe, a big role in whether we're going to be better or not. Mm-hmm. I feel if you're not in the right state of mind to say, again, fuck it, I, I've got to try something radical, which for me was Reiki and meditation and and just being, being, there's being good to your body, which is all the healthy stuff, all the eating well and exercising and mm-hmm. But then there's the be nice to your body and, and like talking nice to our bodies. It's just as important as the food. Right? Mm-hmm. So you relate cause I, I, I used 100%. to like, when I was going through cancer, when, before I was dying of cancer, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why are you so bloated? Why can't you eat right? Why can't you? And I just started a relationship. So I was really pissed off that I couldn't enjoy even just being intimate with, with my boyfriend. Yeah. Um, then during cancer is when I started learning about speaking kindly to myself and real and, and being considered saying, you were not well. I get it. Now let's get you, let's make you better. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah because I mean, look, if, if your mind is telling you that you can't do it, then that same voice is going to be reaching for the bottle. Yeah. So if you're not keep, that's why meditation and yoga, and balance are so important because if you can't keep that clarity, then there's no way you're going to be able to continually progress into the point where mm-hmm. wherever you want to get, you know. So meditation has been a huge part of my life. Yeah, and I still, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Reiki master now, so. Oh, wow. Um, which I actually became a, a Reiki master during my treatment. Oh, wow. Because I didn't have anything else to do, so oh, I yeah. Figured, yeah. I was just fighting cancer. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we just came on radiation. <laughs> Anybody else has done it. Like, uh, so, uh, so the changes come around. People yeah. start dropping off who can't support your new life. Yeah. You, I space myself. you have your, your own changes to love. You're, you're discovering your body again. You're discovering food again, per se. Yeah. You have this book on your computer that you're writing. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you how do you feel? Um, which part of me? You tell us. My soul, my like my body. Yes, um, all of it. My body feels the healthiest it's ever been. It's nice to actually go to places and have people say, "Man, usually people with Crohn's disease have very thin faces." Well, you know what? I heard that for over ten years. It's not kind of nice to hear that hey your face is filled in <laughs> you know because everywhere I, I go people would be like why don't you do a push-up why don't you do this why don't you do that and it's like I can't because it's a very vital part in my intestines I can't absorb the nutrients that put on weight and that feed my brain or make me a happy person or do all these help run my bodies you know so kind of nice that that aspect has changed um, my soul, uh, I've been working so hard that I think that, you know, like, cause there's always going to be improvements that you have to make. Like, okay, the disease is in remission, but that doesn't mean that I am fully healed. You know, there's still other things that we're going to always be working through. So one thing is, is that I go into these crazy work spells and I don't give myself the mind and the clarity and the space until it's too late until it's already become too much weight on me. So that's something that I'm working to change and work out of my lifestyle right now, you know? So, um, 
because stress is a, a weight, um, a weight. <laughs> Especially when you've had when immune weight. system problems. Yeah. People don't realize how much stress can affect your immune system. Mm, yeah. Right. All the cortisol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're a little bit of a workaholic, mm-hmm. stress comes along with it, yeah. which is not good. So how do you maintain a balance? How, what do you do? Uh, I usually, that's when I try or not try when I force myself to go out on a hike or I force myself to go on a bike ride or a walk, walk to the store. Like even if I'm still going to another destination to work, I force myself to go into a different environment that has different sounds and sights and smells and movement so that my mind can get into a different space. Cause if you're just, if I'm working on 10 different tasks in this chair, <laughs> eventually, eventually it's not, it's not going to end well, you know? So, um, that's, I, that's what I've found so far. Yeah. And a lot of it was like, all right, I knew I was 95% done with this book. So it's like, oh man, I can't stop now. You know, I have to, I have to keep going till the, see this thing through to the end. So you only work harder at that point, you know? What? What did you discover about yourself that you didn't know while writing the book? Um, that's an interesting question. I discovered, I discovered that I didn't need anybody else. That the majority of my life I have asked people for the answer. And while writing this book, I realized that I could do it. And I think a lot of that came because of the news that I was, well, actually I started the book before I even got the news. So I knew I was healing, but this, I, it really taught me that you can do it. Like you don't have to ask somebody for the answer when you don't know it. You just have to try a little bit harder to figure it out. And um, that's something that I continually and settling into understanding. Because we live in a world, I mean, I would be a hypocrite if I didn't acknowledge it because I, I live on social media. My work is on social yeah. media. So I, I, I base which direction my shows go on or what I do based on likes and views and, oh, yeah, right. um, so it's, it's hard, and I believe it's a—it's it, just a reflection of real society. Like people say, "Oh, get out there and talk to people," but we still want to be liked. Yeah, we right. still want to be seen. We still people—we want people to see us on the street, dress, and be like, "Oh, wow, you look good," right? I mean, yeah, we want to be flirted with, with a little yeah. bit. Um, and I, I forgot where I was going with this, but. Um, the tone of the book, because you said just now that you started it before you were given the all clear. Yes. So. Because I knew. Yes. So it starts from, I'm still in this position. I'm still have I still have a, a chronic illness. And I, then. I'm still labeled with it. Right. I haven't had any, I haven't had a flare up in almost two years. I haven't even had a cold in over a year. Oh, wow. So I, the fact that I hadn't had a flare up for almost a year at that point. Personally, even though everybody else didn't believe it, I knew that I was healing because I wasn't having the same symptoms. Right. You know, that there was no 
blood in my stool. There was my, you know, like, we don't have to go into talking about the stool, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is, uh, that's a big don't worry, we're talking about anal cancer here. So yeah. we're, we're all clear. Hey, we're you want to go into talking about poop and everything. We can do that, man. <laughs> we talk to shit around here. And it's, and it's literal, folks, literal. Uh, but what I was trying to uh, ask was, you start the book in one in one state of mind, mm-hmm. in one body per se, and then you get this news halfway through starting to write your book. Does it change the tone of the book? Does it? At that point, I um yeah yeah it did you know but for the first five months I was getting the whole story structure down, okay. so I was writing, I was getting all of my information out. I was getting the story out and putting, and basically I, you know, I wrote an 80,000 word book. Wow. And now it's 50,000 words. So I was, you know, putting the extra layers on it and then chiseling it down into the ice sculpture, you know. What would you hope that somebody that will read the book get out of it? I hope that the, when somebody reads the book that they, you know, because it's it's a story of inspiration and it's a story of how, how to. It gives you all the foods and all the methods and different logic and everything. So even if you're not going through exactly what I went through, I hope that that because you chose to read the book, you know that you need to make changes in your life. So you've already, from that moment right there, you've already made the, the conscious decision that you want to get better. So I hope that by the time you read my book, that it gives you enough insight and enough value that you are already 10 steps further in the process. See, it took me almost 1,500 days from when I walked out of that last treatment to when I got my remission. And so my goal is is to make everybody else's, you know, uh, movement to remission less than 1,500 days. So after you read my book... That's what I'm hoping is you have enough value that you're already well into the changes. Now, the, for those of you uh, listening, we are talking, we're recording this days before the book comes out. It's out. It's out, out now. Yeah, it's out. I The soft cover will be out in a week. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. It's All already right. out, though, on mysimplechanges.com. Thank you. I'm <laughs> flagging that in. So what, talk about My Simple Changes. What? When people come and visit your site, what what do you have for them? So on, I didn't want to just make an author site. I've, I've had a vision since the beginning of a, a place where all the resources I wish I had during this entire process, you can find it on this site. So I went through a lot of depression. I went through a lot of suicidal thoughts and a couple, you know, missed attempts, thankfully. And so I've connected doctors, therapists, um, all the products that I use to heal um, the book, the uh, show. I've created videos to help give you tips and everything. So my goal is to continually expand the content so that anybody, if you're looking for an answer, you can go there and you can just search through the pages and you can find what you need to heal. So you don't, because a lot of my trial and error was, you know, I, I, <laughs> I'd go into the grocery store, read the back ingredients. If there wasn't one that I didn't, that I, if there was one I didn't know, I'd go home and I'd read, you know, as many articles as I could about it. So 
now I've put all that knowledge into one space so you can save all the time of coming to those conclusions and understanding, you know. So, right. But um, just like when people approach us, my boyfriend and I, about my process and him being my caregiver and stuff, like always do your own homework. Like, right. like listen to what we, the experiences that we've been through. Yeah. But still go home and Google your own stuff. Oh, yeah, right. For sure. I mean, the, the, the biggest thing is, and this is what the book talks about is it's not like these are very specific tasks that you have to do. It's a, it's a, a method of like, these are the things you need to be open to. So it's not like one route of doctors. It's every route of doctors yeah. that, that know all different forms of medicine. And then understanding being open to, to, it's not just one form that heals you. It's, it's a collective of everything. And then you make the decision on what routes you're going to go based, based on having the right people around you that have your best interest in mind. And I, uh, one thing that I'm, I'm really liking that you're saying is it, it's a, it's a group effort. It, it is. It, I, I believe because of, of my attorney that yes, medication has completely saved my life on that end and I'm undetectable and I have good numbers because of medication. That's incredible. But with all that comes a lot of mental issues. So I need to meditate and I need to, I didn't want to continue on antidepressants for too long because yeah. they really altered my mood. Yeah. And then I'm not as crazy as I am now. <laughs> I'm not as much of a workaholic and I need 30 hours a day to complete everything I need to do. Yeah, right. Right? I know that. Uh, but there's, there's your, your doctor, your primary doctor, then you can do a little bit of exercise and then you can do a little bit of mental exercises and then you can meditate. There's all these things that come together, right? Yeah, of course. There's your support system. The, the people that your family, your friends, the close, the people who are not in the medical field that are very valuable. Um, there's, it's not just, there's your, there's your, um, your primary care physician, your PCP. There's your specialist. There's whatever else you're, you're healing through. The, um, there's all these opinions. There's you doing your own research, but you kind of think too is like, man, you, we carry all this weight. We're the, we're carrying this disease. So for us to make logical decisions during that time is, is, it's not logical. There's no way that we can, make the right decisions when we're at our worst state. So that's why it's even more important to have this A team that you trust and that you know is has your best interests in mind to, until you can get your mind back. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, in your case, never. No, never. And <laughs> at this point, I've just given up. It's probably in some pawn shop in Mexico somewhere. <laughs> it's never going to come back to me. Yeah, peace of mind, what is that? <laughs> How do you, if it's not in a taco, I don't need it. <laughs> yeah. That should be on a shirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because there's, when you have multiple issues to deal with, you can't just buy off the shelf. Yeah. Uh, treatments. Yeah. Because obviously for my diabetes, there's a certain diet that I need to, to be on. But that doesn't work well with my ostomy because right. having a bag all day, it's not convenient, Yeah. especially when you're eating all vegetables and stuff. So there's a combination of things that need to happen. People are like, drink more water. I'm like, you don't even know what that does to my body. Yeah. Like, I can't. Right. That, and that is, that's what I've tried to avoid with 
when I was writing and when I was creating the website is that and trying to bridge this understanding of you are your own unique you. Yep. You are you've been formed in your own way, you've been shaped in your own way, and you're gonna be different tomorrow than you are today. So for me to write a book and tell you that you need to do X, Y, and Z is not real is not realistic or possible. It's here are some steps that you need to take so you can figure out what's going on. Right. And then here are the changes to adapt to your current condition. Here are the things you can do to implement the right combinations. I'm not, I don't tell you the exact combinations. I tell you what I've used, but and I tell you what helps in certain aspects. But really, at the end of the day, like you should probably see somebody who is a licensed physician, right. you know, because... I mean, I, I 100% feel comfortable I could give you the advice, but it's your team. It's not one person is what I was getting at. Yeah. It's your team. So if I just go to one website and get up and just use all the advice from that, I'm probably going to end up having a Crohn's flare-up because they have no idea what how my body has. Plus, I think you and I, as advocates, you want to prepare people to think for themselves, to have That's a good point. the experience. Because yeah. I always tell people, I'm not an advocate to tell you what to do. I'm an advocate to show you how I got to do what, I, what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, I'm just showing, it's, it's, we're the maps to the treasure. Yeah. Like, to your treasure. Yeah. To your like, remission. Like, this is how I got to my treasure. This is the, the map. Yeah. And this is how I got there. Now write your own map. Yeah. Let's create your own map. But here is... Um, here are some guidelines for modern, for our epidemic. Right. A sixth of our population has autoimmune disorders. One in six people. So obviously, and we're, the good thing is, is that it's like a pendulum. We are now correcting what we wrong. So the pendulum's coming back now and we're all healing now. If you, yeah. This is a huge movement. So we're all, and in time, you know, our, a couple generations down the road are going to look back and be like, Oh man, I can't believe they suffered through gut issues. Like that was so, ha ha. People died from the flu. People used to <laughs> die from the flu, and people die from autoimmune disease. It's not. We're going to correct this. So, the what I always tell people is correct it now because in 25 years we're going to be living to be a lot. Lo- our longevity is a lot more. It's going to be a lot more. So, the healthier you are then the better chance you have to live an extra 10 years. So there you go, folks. I could be here for a long time. <laughs> let the, hold on. Let me take that statement. <laughs> let the warning be out there. <laughs> There's going to be Gaza for a long time. Where are you now? Um, that's such a, you, you, it's such an open-ended question. <laughs> like, uh, I'm in my, I'm in my dining room. Uh, <laughs> How do, how do you, I, I hate the word, what am I, there were certain things that I eliminated from people asking me when, when I got sick. Yeah. And even now, I hate people asking me how you feel, mm. because I, again, I'm like, which part of my body are you talking about? Yeah, right. Like, what, what are you, like, what are you asking? Yeah. Because are you talking about my HIV? Are you talking about my cancer? Are you talking about my mental health? Yeah. How do I feel? What vision are you Yeah. Because I suffer from arthritis too. Oh, and, man. Uh, so I, I wake up at a 20, 10, 20% pain every day. Yeah. And I, I live that way all day long unless I want to be on pain medication all day. Yeah. Which then slows you down. Terrible. And yeah. so, so either I live with a little pain or 
I'm completely numb in bed, yeah. which, I, which I'd rather not. Um, so I'm not going to ask how you feel. No, you can ask. Go ahead. Because if I don't want to be asked that, I don't want to ask hey, you that. I'll, I'll let you know if I don't want to be asked. See, because that's what I talked about in the beginning of the show. So for everybody listening, there's a little speech that I gave at the beginning of every show before we start recording. And I always ask, I always say, I'm not going to ask you anything that, like, people don't want to answer because then it gets awkward. So, Brandon uh, Godsey, where is he physically and mentally and professionally? Uh, physically, I am finally putting on weight, which is something I've never been able to do. So physically, I'm in the best shape I've ever been in. Uh, mentally, I am, uh, I'm holding strong. I'm very tired because I've been working nonstop with launching the website and the book. Yeah. Um, but I've been giving myself the time. And what was the third one? Physically? Mentally. Uh, professionally. Professionally, I am, I'm very happy where I'm at because, you know, for my whole twenties, you know, I, I'm an artist. So trained in theater and improv and all these different various arts, but I never lived that out because, you know, 60% of the time I was in bed sick with nausea or, you know, smoking marijuana until, until the pain goes away because it took away the nausea and it, it allowed me to eat and it took away all the demons and everything else. So I missed a lot of my life. So right now, professionally, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm working to make up for that, but I'm just living in that because I'm so happy that I'm allowed to do that now. You know, so um, I'm very happy professionally. Okay. You look good. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, especially for those of you, uh, we will post his page um, on our Put It Together podcast Facebook page, so go check it out. Uh, good pictures there, too. Uh, like, on the website? Yeah, oh, your, your professional photos are, are, oh, are kind of good. I need to find out who your photographer is to make me look good, too. Yeah. Um, so we got to the point of the show where we're past a little bit at the 45-minute mark. Oh, sure. But um, at this point, I asked my guest uh, to share some words of wisdom with okay. my listener. Oh, is this the question? This is the idea. Okay. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. So, Brandon, what words of wisdom do you have for the listeners? My biggest words of wisdom are that what, wherever you're at, even if you are in the hospital and tomorrow they're cutting out your intestine, or you're in the hospital and you're you're receiving the lostomy bag, or wherever whatever you're having to deal with next, that you can get through it, and I hope my biggest hope is that through my experience or through whatever, through this, through this 45 minutes that you realize that nothing can keep you back from accomplishing what you know you can accomplish. So you can't give up because you can be a better you. Um, what are you trying to make me cry, man? Of course. That's my goal in, in life to make men cry. I, I, no, I just. That's such a, a, a valuable, important thing to me is, is that people know that it's not impossible. It is, it is possible. Yeah. I, I've, uh, I make light of the fact that I've been through a lot physically, which then is mentally, um, and relationships wise. Uh, but I make fun of it because what's the point of sitting down and crying about it? It's already happened. Right. But, 
I'm I'm 38. I'm in the best place career-wise with my acting, with my acting career. Mm-hmm. I'm in the best place with my podcast, uh, with my spirituality work. So everything is aligning. It may not be where I want it to be, but it's exactly going to be where you yeah, want it to be, man. But it's exactly where it's supposed to be right now because yeah. people are acknowledging all the work that I've done and everything that I. But had I given up when cancer came around? Yeah. Uh, I would not be sitting here right now. Yeah. So doing I doing exactly what you want to do. Yeah, and now I get to pick the guests that I want. Like, yeah. I remember when I just appreciate it. Yeah, when I first started, I was begging people and my friends. I'm like, can you please just come on the show again? They're like, again. I'm like, <laughs> make up a story. Like, we'll just babble. Like, I don't care. And now I can actually, people can actually like submit or, or I get referrals and I'm like, you know what? We're not, a, awesome. we're not a good match. You're, this is not a good match for my show. Like, yeah, you can't but I'm glad awesome. that you're here. Um, one of my other questions usually is when you write your book, what would be the first sentence? But you already wrote a book. So. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that doesn't qualify because obviously I want people to read the book, but, um, the next question, uh, if you could name this episode, what would you name it? This episode? Yeah. Um, oh man. Um, man, that's a, I have no idea what I would name this. <laughs> Connecting ailments. Cool. Because a lot of you went through something completely different than what I've gone through, but a lot of our symptoms and a lot of our, our thoughts and a lot of, you know, our stories and our pain or, or, and our, and our positives are very similar paths, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's very similar for a, a lot of us that go through very traumatic experiences for long periods of time, short periods of time. Um, so that's something that I, I value and appreciate of you as well, that, you know, that's why I wanted to come on your show because because you get it, you understand what I have had to, what I've not had to go through, but what I've, the unique circumstances that life has put in front of me. Because there's a lot of things that people don't see and I had up until Three years ago, when I ended up going to uh, Jensen Pharmaceuticals puts on a, a, a conference every year, which I, I, I'm going to remember to send you the link for next year. Cool. Because you would be an amazing advocate, an amazing addition to this conference. Uh, it's called Healthy Voices, which I'm going to Dallas this year. For anybody who's watching, we'll be in Dallas this year, which is my hometown. Oh, nice. um, but I finally learned the difference between physical or visual ailments and uh non-visual because everything i've ever dealt with has been non-visual yeah hiv cancer right. um everything you can't see it all, all you can go is by my word so people when i had fatigue or i was tired or, or just, they're like what's, what's wrong with you like lose some weight and i was like that's not the problem like, trust me or i would get home after like just being out for a couple of hours and I get to Christian's house and I'll be like, I need to take a nap. And he's like, we've only been out for an hour. Like, what's the deal? Yeah, nobody understands. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. Um, but going to a conference where there are people with visual elements or visual, visual chronic illnesses and, and looking at them going, wow, like, 
and people still doubt you. Like that's really the horrible part. Right. People still doubt that you have a problem. Yeah. So that that's maybe more aware of the fact that we're all we all have a connection. So when I get approached by people, I have my HIV positive life page on Facebook, and I'm very fortunate that people from around the world reach out to ask questions, that's not just awesome. about HIV, yeah, but, but but about other stuff and. I always say this, thank you, Google Translate, because I'm able to answer them in their language. Yeah. Otherwise, I have no idea what they're saying. But it's made me realize and made me comfortable in saying, you're not alone in this. Like, I may not have Crohn's, but you're not alone. Like, yeah. I get you. That's what I'm, that, that is, that's been one of my biggest challenges so far with this is that people have looked at me like, oh, he doesn't understand what I'm going through. He's healed. Like, I, or he just wants to sell me the book. Like really, truthfully, I just wrote the book so I could have the conversation because I was trying to have the conversation before the book and nobody was really paying attention. So yeah. now I just want to have the conversation so I can help people. Yeah, because I do like by the book, by the book. But really, let's 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 talk about the message. You know? I may not have uh, I may not have anal cancer anymore, but the memories are still there. Yeah, yeah it's still a pain in the ass. <laughs> Thank, nope. you. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. Nope, nope, Thank you. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, for bookings, <laughs> come on in. Yeah, he went there. Uh, okay, so since you really wrote the book and there's already a first sentence, let me ask you this question. Um, what would you want people to remember you by? To remember me by? Um, he helped me heal. That's awesome. I think that for so long I was always remembered as, oh, he's the one with Crohn's disease or he's my overdramatic friend or he's my, you know, um, all these, all these things that like you just said, and it, it reminded me of a line in the book is it's a lot easier to explain a broken arm than it is insides that feel like somebody's tap dancing on you, you know? Um, so yeah, I would like, that's what I'd like people to know me by. He helped me heal. If you had a chance to go back and talk to uh, you as a kid or, or you at 25, whichever you want to pick, when you're starting to deal with, with physical issues, what mm-hmm. would you tell them? Um, wake up. Because, you know, I truthfully feel that I went through everything I did so that I can do what I'm doing now. And it took me this long to figure it out. So. I wish that I would have woken up a little bit. And this is, I'm talking about after I've been diagnosed with Crohn's disease. When I was a kid, um, I just, I don't think there's a lot that I could have told myself because it was so out of my control. But once it became in my control, I wish I would have woken up earlier. Like, cause now I'm forever at a disadvantage. This is something I have to remind myself every day is I have 18 inches less of my intestine in a spot that absorbs nutrients that I'll never have again. So I'm always at a disadvantage here, but it's a disadvantage if you see it as a disadvantage. I've, I don't see it as a disadvantage because yeah. I know that the disease is no longer active, you know. So, yeah, that's where I, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, then I don't know, right? But now you're 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 right. It's it's how you look at things. Like, yeah, I'm so glad somebody gets it. Not that another guest haven't gotten it, but you you get it. I was a little nervous about this. Yeah, that uh, question th- about this interview. Oh, because I'm like, this guy wrote, wrote a book. Like he's 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 at another level. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, 
but I'm intimidated by same level, man. I'm intimidated by a lot of my guests. This is why, but that's my personal. This is why I do the interviews. Is I'm intimidated by you, so I'm going to confront that intimidation to make to make the situation better for me. Like I know I did this. I know mm-hmm. I did it. So uh, everything. I, I, like I like challenges. Yeah. I like challenges. I like that. Uh, and, and people were listening. If you went back and listened to Guy Nolan's interview, uh, go check him out. He is in, He was in my comedy class, my stand-up comedy class, and he looks. And he even says it in his stand-up. He looks like a, like a Nazi. And the first time I met him, he was very intimidating. He had this serious face, but he was like in his own zone. And I, I was fearful. Here's this white guy that looks you know, bald, yeah. <laughs> um, just looked like a biker dude is about to kick my ass. And here's yeah. a little Mexican meat gay guy telling gay jokes. And he's and I'm like, we're never, we could never be friends. But I thought, why not? So I went up to him and before I even really knew him, and I'm like, would you be a guest on my podcast? And on the podcast, I told him, like, I did this because I was intimidated by you and I could not live with that I intimidation. That. That's awesome. I, so translate that to this episode. Challenge your fears. If you're afraid of what your body is doing to you because of an illness, challenge it, confront it, be, make an alliance with your body and Find out how you can be better. And give yourself the time for it to happen. Yes. It doesn't happen overnight. That's it, yeah. It, it, some things could happen overnight, but the the majority of this ha- it takes a long time. Yeah. It takes time for things to heal. Because it took me, I was diagnosed in September of 2000 with AIDS. And I'll be hitting 19 years this September. And That's, That's awesome. Um, and then for everybody, of course, you, we've had people on the show who have been with it longer than I have, but I stopped comparing myself. I'm like, it's 19 years of my life. Like yeah. it's still 19 years of my life that it's taken over right. like daily medications, visits to the doctor, pneumonias, bronchitis, all kinds of different ailments. Cancer came as a source of that. Um, I finally had to be like, okay, fuck, like let's, let's make a deal here. Like yeah. stop getting sick and then I'll treat you well. Like my body, right? Like, What do I need to do to make you feel better? And I'll admit, I am not by all means a nutrition person. Like, I love my tacos, which I had last night. They were very good. But I I do my best. Like, instead of having a bunch of cookies in the morning, I'll have a banana. And that kind of satisfies my sweet tooth. You're making the changes. I'm making the changes, yeah. Like, I'll have some water. I'm used to, like, drinking sodas all the time. So I I make the water change. Now, people offer me water. I'm like, yes, take the water, Garza. Take the water, drink the glass. At least you've gotten one glass of water in the day. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's, but it's those things. Like it's taking me 18 years and diabetes now to like. Okay, so we have something else to do with. And I, I've, I was very big on, on separating the personalities. Like there was HIV Garza, and then there was uh, alcoholic drug addict Garza, and like all these different personalities. And I, for a long time, I thought that worked. Like oh. Great, I can I can handle each situation to, separately. Then all of a sudden, I I just realized it's all me. Mm-hmm. It's all one person. This is your your unique. Yeah, separating them in my head was doing no service to any of the bodies. Yeah, um, no, that's a good point. Because what stressed me out physically because of medications. 
would trigger the alcoholic in me and going, man, if we just had a shot of tequila, we wouldn't have to worry about this. Right. Like, just a shot of wild turkey. That That's all we need. That's fine. And the justification would be, well, I'm dealing with HIV. Right. I have a right. I mean, nobody yeah. would blame me. But am I going to be here? I'm not even going to be here. Yeah. And then when I got cancer, too, I was like, nobody would blame me if I just decided to do a line of coke just to make me feel better. Yeah. Like, well, I get it. He's stressed out. He's He's got cancer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like if that's gonna make him happy, yeah. but Might as well have do what you want to do, yeah. But then I realized those are the people that you need to watch. What information you take from them right. that that you allow to absorb in, because mm-hmm. those are the people who keep you in the office. Yeah, and then which is what we were talking about in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, which now that I put them all together, now that my whole body, my mind. My spirit, my soul, everybody's working on the same thing. We're like, okay, well, let's just be better. My mindset changed, which then the ripple effect changed my career. It changed the people that want to be around me. And it changed the way that I can express myself, mm-hmm. which, which again, so this is my words of wisdom to everybody listening. Just get uh, your shit together. I, I like it. Hey, I admire you, man. <laughs> so where can people find you? You can find me uh, on Instagram at Godsey, G-O-D-S-E-Y-B-A, or at MySimpleChanges.com. And also, you know, I set this up as a community, so if you have any questions, you can email privacy at MySimpleChanges.com, or if you're going through anything, or if you need any help with anything, or need to be connected with anything, I set this up so I could help people, not so I could sell books. So if that is what's most important to me, so... If you need that, take advantage of it. Cool. Um, well, let me ask you this. If if you were contacting you, if 25-year-old Brandon was contacting you, Brandon, now, what would be the first question you'd ask yourself? I would ask, what medicine do I need to take? Because at that point, I thought that it was just all medicine that healed me. And I haven't even taken a Tylenol in almost three years. Whatever. I'm not, no, I don't mean that as like, <laughs> no, I honestly, I don't mean that as like, like bragging or anything, but, it's but I mean it, did. I mean it as like, I was so reliant on what is this? What do I need to take next? What do I need to do next? What do I need to take next? Like, give me the answer of next that that is probably the desperation that I would ask myself mm-hmm. now. Yeah, but it's, it, it's actually pretty cool to be able to not need it. Yeah, I, I feel very fortunate. It's not like something that I'm that I brag about. It's like mm-hmm. something I feel very fortunate about, you know. Because there's day- some, something else is gonna come. I'm gonna get sick again. We're gonna all get sick, but I'm not relying on that anymore. The medicine. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, Christian knows when if I get home and I'm like, I think I need to take some Motrin before I go to bed. He knows that I'm not feeling well like yeah. that's my last go-to like okay i think i need some more trend yeah when that's not like you're dependent on it do you know what i mean yeah. like they we're all in a different so acknowledge for those of you listening to it, acknowledge acknowledge your body re- yeah. recognize that sometimes we need that little extra help and that's okay that doesn't make you any less oh yeah i'm not okay. saying like oh man I'm going through day seven of a flu here. I'm not going to take any medicine. <laughs> like, if you need some medicine, you should probably take some medicine. But what I'm saying is, is that don't be desperate for the medicine. Yeah. If you're 
going through pneumonia over on Kyrie or something. Yeah. You definitely you need some help. Yeah. My lung is hacking out, but damn it, I'm not taking anything for it. But let's not get to that point. <laughs> let's not get to the point where we're, where our body is vulnerable to fight off things. Yeah. Let's get to the point. Let's stay, let's not get there, you know? Any last thoughts? Any last, uh, comments? last comments. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. My pleasure. I Thank appreciate you. that. Um, that's all I got. All right, cool. So for everybody listening, we've had Brandon Gatti. And just I'm gonna personally said my last name fast, like you might have you might have messed it up, like Brandon Gatti. And uh Well, because I have I, I have G O D S E Y on your page. But then on the side I have G O D S E so that I know how to pronounce it. Um because I do that with all names, uh and I'm not even gonna attempt, but for those of you listening, you know uh Josh over in Atlanta, actor. Uh, and I'm not even going to try to say the last name right now. Um, I messed this last name up during the conversation. Oh, nice. And I do that with people. So now I have to write like, like an idiot. I have to write the, the, the way to say it. Yeah. Like a dictionary. How do you, how do you say it? Okay. <laughs> Cause my Mexican has kicks in and then I can't all of a sudden it wants to come out of Spanish. Okay. El Señor Brandon. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, for those listening, could check him out. Uh, uh, mysimplechanges.com and uh, Mr. Brand Gatsi. Brandon Gatsi has been here uh, today talking about uh, crowns and uh, as you can see we're all in this together. We're, we're, we're all trying to be better but if, if somebody has the information, if somebody has traveled the road a little bit and like you said, like we said, it's we're not going to give you our treasure map but we're going to tell you what needs to be on your treasure map so you can get to, to it. Yeah. Uh, find the X. Go check us out. We're can at I, a normal. Sorry. Can I tell you one, yes. one last statement that's Please. like one of the statements of the, of what I've been doing is it's not one thing. It's everything. One thing at a time. That's the mm. biggest thing to remember is one thing at a time. You, that evolves into the solution. That is, uh, you just made me think of that when you're sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's, that's cause you're right. You, Life is overwhelming on its own. Yeah. You know, uh, and I, and I, I've said this since social media really kicked off, especially in my life. Life is overwhelming. We're, especially when you work in an environment like, like we do, like social media and, uh, the industry and, and you're trying to get out there and you want 700 million tasks. Yeah. And you need people to look at you and like you and follow you and yeah. approach you and hire you and, there's a, it, life can get overwhelming. I always tell people, life sucks. You just have a big, you just have to have a bigger straw. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, that's, that's true. you know, funny. It, it's, 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 life, my, if I sit down and look at my life on paper, my life sucks. On paper, it's horrible because you look at my resume, my health resume. Oh yeah. And it's horrible. You look at my, uh, alcohol and drug career. Mind you, I had fun. I'm not gonna lie. I had a good time and I met a lot of people, uh, and I did a lot of things. The body's very flexible, but. <laughs> you kind of like, you, 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 you tensed up there for a second. <laughs> uh, just the memories, the aftershock. It's like an earthquake and then you get the aftershock. Like, yeah, I remember, I remember what it was like. Uh, so on paper, my life sucks. It, it, it hasn't been successful. It, it, it really has not gone in the direction that somebody with my opportunities should have gone. Mm-hmm. 
But then you look at me in person and I believe, and I've, I've, I've learned to believe this about myself. Like I kick ass. Like life wanted to suck the life out of me. And I was like, nope, I've got a bigger strong. There's more to do here. I'll, I'll suck faster and harder you. And that's not a gay joke. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, but that, and I, when I get approached by people who ask me or, or I get interviewed on shows and they're like, how did you do it? I'm like, I just wanted to be better. Yeah. Life came up to me and said, you know, kind of like a lottery, like, sorry, you got one of the losing numbers. And I was like, well, if I'm going to be a loser, I'm going to be the best loser possible. <laughs> hey, that, <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. Um, I know, I know it sounds kind of like, what? Yeah, no. Um, but if I'm going to be on the losing end of this, then I'm going to make I'm going to shine the best way I can. I'm going to put out as much energy as I possibly can. I'm going to give it my all. People might think I'm annoying and overachiever. And sometimes I come up as like, again, an email, you want to interview me again? Well, I want to interview the best people I can find. And you included, it was like, I want to, I want to learn. Yeah. And if the universe, if life has kind of like set me off, with some handicaps, but the universe is still opening paths for me, then I've got to trust that God has some plan. And I just got to go more, with it. There's, you're doing what you're yeah. to do. Uh, I flatlined five times in my lifetime. Wow. Two during cancer. So two during the last three years. Hmm. Um, my older sister, who uh, was very religious at one point, jokingly told me this last time, she's like, don't you know how to die? And we laughed. She's like, obviously God has some plan for you. And, and I, I learned to believe that. I, 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 that same depth. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like God has a plan. I, I don't know. I've stopped asking what it is. I was asking for burning bushes or something you're, you're along doing, the line. You're doing what you're doing. It. Yeah. Thank you're you. Um, so God puts the opportunities. The universe lines up the path for me and life kind of th- throws obstacles and it's like a Mario Brothers game. Yeah, <laughs> I just jump over and go to the next life. Although, <laughs> yeah, if, it, if it's like cats, I have four more to go. So yes, I'm holding on to that. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so when you said earlier today that we might live for a long time, like, fuck yeah, I'm going to live for a long time. Yeah, you are going to live for, because you believe you're going to live for a long time. I want to be that old man at the retirement home that's like, Calling for sponge vats. Like, it's time. Get in here. Don't send those chicks in here. I don't want them touching me. Anyway, folks, with, with that stupid line, um, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you again, Brendan. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I want to thank my producer, Mr. Kevin Moyers, for his help and support. Thank you, sir. Uh, I want to thank you guys for uh, allowing me to come into your phones, your radios, your computers for over 250 episodes. We're, we're we're already at seven years, so thank you so much for, for your support. Uh, visit us at uh, Facebook, Put It Together Podcast, where you can find links and stuff that my uh, guests are doing. So if you want information on Brandon's book and the webpage, go check it out there. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Uh, we can find everything that I'm working on. Uh, please follow also. We have uh, Put It Together uh, Conversations, which is a uh, annex. Search to this. So my guests that have a lot of information, a lot of knowledge, 
We'll come back on the show and do a conversation live on Facebook so that you can ask them questions directly. And I'm, I'm going to uh, get Brandon to come and do a put it together conversation with us. So stay tuned for that. Um, what else do we have? Oh, betting uh, workshops. Uh, those have been stopped for a little bit, but it, it probably by the time this episode comes out, go and there will be more uh, better you workshops uh, on page and you can find those on YouTube as well. So for now, uh, thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you all for listening. This is Daniel Garza saying, hey, put it together. This is how I put it together. This is how I put it together. This is how I put it together. Subscribe to Put It Together on iTunes, Stitcher, and at abnormalentertainment.com slash put it together. Find Put It Together on Facebook and tweet Daniel at Lil Mesican, L-I-L-M-E-S-I-C-A-N. And for more podcasts, comics, books, movies, and more, head to abnormalentertainment.com. You've been listening to the Abnormal Entertainment Network.